Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of Motown and Coney. Back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? So it has already been a crazy week in sports. Um, just college football alone. Um, Alabama goes down. Um, and a game they never really... I watched most of that game. Tennessee seemed to always be in control. Um course Alabama comes down and misses a field goal Tennessee kicks a game winning field goal <laughs> uh, I've never seen the goal post get carried out of the stadium through the <laughs> through the city <laughs> and into the water bro into the yeah. water <laughs> yeah did you <laughs> wait a minute did you see how quickly the referee sprinted after calling the field goal good <laughs> I've never seen refs take yeah, off that damn that. fast <laughs> Yo, they almost got trampled, bro. They yeah. had to. They, had, they were running for their lives, man. Yeah. So, so yeah. Alabama goes down. USC went down. Oh, uh, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State uh, went down. If you if you really – and another one too, brother. If you're really paying attention to all the undefeated teams, down goes James Madison. Oh, yeah, James I saw Madison that. They, they went down. Um Penn, yeah, Penn State went down to our, our wonderful Michigan Wolverines in what yes, can yes. only be described as bully ball. <laughs> Man, um, they beat them up, brother. They beat them up. You never – what was it, like 400-plus yards rushing? Yeah, 400-plus yards rushing. It just felt like we just – and the offensive line was just bananas, man. Those holes were so – it looked like the Dallas Cowboys with Emmitt Smith back in the day. Them holes were so huge. Jesus. Uh, um, so, <laughs> I've never been a big Jane Franklin fan, um, especially near his time at Penn State. Um, they're not very good coming off of buys. It'll be interesting to see. Um, they still have Ohio State on their schedule. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see where Penn State ends up. Michigan goes into their their bye week, their open week, whatever you want to call it. I think clicking on all cylinders, and they had a message from for Michigan State. They want Paul back. So next you, up, you know, yeah, I know. I'm mad because Michigan State has a bye week too, and I don't think that's right. Yeah, so both teams will be coming <laughs> off on a, a bye. Um, I'm just so. Just thinking back to last week, Michigan dominated pretty much using the passing game the the second half at Indiana, and then this week they they showed you they they can just flat out just bully you on both sides of the ball basically. Um, yeah, that is true, brother. They can bully you on both sides of the ball. And the defense, too, is ferocious. Don't forget about the defense, Rodney. Yeah. That defense um, is nice. Um, what's my man? Maisie Smith. Um, shoot, you got uh, the corners look pretty good. Will Johnson, the freshman, had an unbelievable hit on uh, Clifford, the Penn State quarterback, yesterday. Oh, a nasty hit, too. I love it. I love it. I love when they get physical. I love when hardball blitzes. They had a couple all-out blitzes, and I thought that was awesome. Put the pressure on them. That was that was some perfect. That was some perfect football right there. That's the Michigan football that I know. Yeah, so I'm excited. Um, great, great, just all around awesome. It was all, a lot of. I mean, the Michigan game was a blowout, but. There were a lot of close um, games. The USC-Utah game came down to the wire last night. Um, we've already talked about Tennessee winning on a on a 
walk off field goal basically um so tons of tons of great games um that Oklahoma State game you're talking about were pretty good too um just all around even Michigan State uh won in double overtime so um great weekend um the Dodgers went down yeah the high payroll in baseball go goes down uh the Yankees are in trouble of going down yeah, and I, I told Rodney, I said, man, I wish we could. Uh, <laughs> of course, this, yeah. Um, ho- hopefully, the down. hopefully the game is not as long as that Astro game yesterday, the Astro Mariner <laughs> yeah. game that went what seventeen innings before. <laughs> I I aged during that game, Rodney. Like I, <laughs> the the Astro game was on so long that I think I completely watched at least. Two pole football games and it was still going on. Yeah, that's how I went too. I think I fell asleep during watching the football game. Woke back up and the game was still on. Yeah, because like I didn't think I thought the game was over. Then I saw somebody tweet out like by the the Yankees um, Cleveland game would be over by the time the Astros Seattle game is <laughs> is. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, like what's going it, on here? No, it, I, I agree. And it almost came true because the Astro Seattle game ended while the Yankees and Cleveland were in the eighth inning. So I don't know that that's hell. That's just craziness. Um, a lot of favorites went down today so far in the NFL. Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh- Bad day for betters, man. Bad yeah. day for betters. Pittsburgh takes out Tampa. That was my lock. That was my <laughs> lock, Rodney. That was the lock. Yeah. I don't understand that. Um, the New York Jets take out Green Green Bay. You know what? That's not a surprise to me. I know it might be a surprise to a lot of people, but Green Bay isn't the same Green Bay that we used to watching. And we knew that from the first game of the season. That's why I said the Lions can potentially beat them twice. Lions got the best offense. All the Lions have to do is show up and yeah, play their the, regular football game. They should beat them. The Giants beat the Ravens. Now, that surprised me because I, I don't believe in the Giants at all. And I don't believe and in one. Daniel Jones. Yeah, and they're 5-1. and one. I don't believe in Daniel Jones. He He's done, he's done something, though. Um, yeah, he's doing some things, man. Yeah, it's the the Giants have to be the surprise uh, team of the year so far. Um, yeah, I I just I can't believe how I can't believe how good they are. I can't believe how good Dallas is, even with injuries and Kenny Galladay still hasn't shown up. He's still MIA, and they still win for the Giants. Uh, I mean, the Cowboys, they got a tough test against Philly. I think Philly should win that game, but you never know with the NFL these days. I don't know anything anymore. I'm confused. Yeah, so it, it'll be interesting to see. Um, hell, the Yankees are up one nothing so far. Boo. <laughs> no, no, Rodney, what about another a, a huge upset to me that I thought was going to be a lock, even though they had a bunch of injuries? I thought the 49ers were going to beat the Falcons, bro. Yeah, the the Falcons haven't been able <laughs> been able to pass the ball. Um I think although they they, they think they won two in a row now. I think Marcus Mariota he had the weird stat line where he was like 7 for 16 last week and they still won. Mhm. <laughs> one of the worst stat lines I ever seen from a quarterback and they still won. It was it it rivals the uh, the Commanders versus the Bears game, which was awful. Yeah, game those those turf those Thursday night games have the they they just been terrible. I don't know. Um, they remind me of like the Monday night games of a few years ago when they were just god awful. Right, and then you know what pisses me off? They put all these teams. The game's been terrible. The highest scoring offense isn't scheduled on a Sunday night, a Monday night, like a at Thursday all. Thursday night. 
a Thursday night or well, they do get a Thursday, but not a Thursday night. So yeah, you're right. Um, only for Thanksgiving, of course, they you get to see the lion. Yeah, so it'll be um interesting. Um, I'll be starting. Hopefully, DeAndre Swift is back healthy when the Lions come off this bye, so I can start him and Jared Goff together. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you don't have both of them together today, but because of course, if anybody knows, uh, me and Rodney are of course going against each other in fantasy. Um, I think Rodney is beating on me right now. Uh, I didn't even check. It was so bad. I didn't you're check, up. Bro. What? Get out of here. Yeah, you were up by um, a lot. I still have C.D. Lamb and Ezekiel Elliott yet to play, but yeah, you're up. Oh, wow. I am up. That's crazy. I mean, and, and I shot myself in the foot too, Rodney, because I started uh, heel because I found out that uh, New Orleans Saints will be without their, their wide receiver. So I said, okay, yeah, let me pick, uh, you know, take some Hill up, put him at the tight end position, or flex, put him at the flex position. And then Pittman goes off for 13 receptions, 134 yards, 26.4 fantasy points. So I'm pissed off about that. Even Lazar went crazy. So um, if I deserve to lose this game, even though they got me projected as winning, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to even win this. Yeah, I haven't even looked um, lately. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think I got three team. I got three people left. You have uh, two people. Well, you got uh, uh, Edwards Hilaire going against the Bills. That Bills run defense is nasty, man. So it's, it's going to be tough. Matter of fact, they have the ball with first down. It's like they might tie the game up or win the game. They're on the uh, Kansas City's 28-yard line currently. So we're first and 10 to go. So this is going to go down to the last minutes of the game because the, the Bills are not going to give the Chiefs the ball back um, with less than two minutes too soon. So mm-hmm. an Aaron field goal ring. Yeah. yeah, so the the Red Wings are two and zero. I don't know if anybody's paying attention, but they look a whole hell lot better. Yeah, watch out for my little babies, man. Them boys is ball. They picked up a couple veterans, and they balling this season, man. I I was just looking. I got all my Red Wings attire already, but I said it's time for me to get a new Red Wings jersey, man. <laughs> my husband got a a few uh a few stains on. It's hard to get that white cleaned Clean, up. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm like, it's time to make that sacrifice again, man. The Red Wings are back to winning ways. The energy feels different this season. Yeah, it definitely does. NBA starting this week. Um, shout out to the Golden State Warriors for being a team that just said, we don't give a damn how much we have to pay in salary cap taxes or electric tech. Um, <laughs> resigning both andrew wiggins and jordan Poole before they hit free agency um their projected luxury tax for not this upcoming season but the season after this is like 439 million dollars so right so with that being said now for this particular season now they're of course they're over the salary cap but they will have some relief as Draymond green will be coming off um, oh, so you're already projecting Draymond will not resign with Golden State. Well, the <laughs> thing is, um, well, Draymond Green will be coming off, of course, unless he takes a little bit less money. Because you got to remember, the salary cap does kind of favor them because you're what year? I don't think a Steph contract renewed a, a couple years ago. So you take off that couple million from what you pay Steph. You take off that couple million that you pay Clay. So every time they, they're, they're finding salary cap space, it's just the point of playing, uh, paying role players. So who are you going to find as decent role players? I'm, I don't know if Wiseman is going to want his money in a few. He has have a ring with them. He hasn't been playing, though. He was like the number, what, one or two draft picks, something two. like that? Yeah, number two. So I think he's going to want his money because he's like, hey, I'm just here. And he shows like he can play some good defense. He's a great center. But I don't think he's going to stick around because how are you going to even afford to keep him if he if you want to give him some decent money like those guys? So you want my prediction? Uh huh. Draymond done after the season. 
Yeah, I think he's done too. I think he uh I think he winds up going to LA with LeBron and playing with LeBron. It's set up just like that. He either goes to LA to play with LeBron or he goes to uh Brooklyn um and reunites with K D. I can see that also. I don't see the KD one, but I could see him going to Brooklyn. We'll see, but I, I think with them signing both uh, Wiggins and Poole, I think that points to uh, Draymond being the odd man out. Um, I do think Poole and, and Wiggins and, and Wiseman gives you a core of the future for when uh, Steph – or Clay re- retire, or if they both end up retiring. I just, I just think what Golden State has built. I don't know if it'll ever be done again because they, they literally have created two championship windows. Right. I think, and they'll forever be embedded as as a winning franchise. Um, is over the what the past ten years, I would say. They always made it to the playoffs. They all, Well, they had a couple years where they had a lot of injuries and they retooled. But they always were in the talk, even before the injuries had happened, were in the talks of of going a distance. And that's what I love about the Golden State Warriors. There's a lot of teams, my Detroit Pistons, not even in the talks, not even in the neighborhood, like not in the same atmosphere as, as the Golden State Warriors. So shout out to Golden State. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see um... – how long they they can keep this this run um, going? Um, it's, all, it's very reminiscent of the Lakers back in the eighties, uh, right? Because even I mean they went from Kareem to Magic, and they had they were able to get James Worthy uh, to see. Because most of other than Wiggins, pretty much Draymond was a Golden State draft pick, Clay, Curry. Um so grown home um talent. That's right. That's right. A lot of homegrown talent. You just something to smile about too, man. I I love seeing uh you know the the fathers show up to the game. Uh, Michael Thompson, also uh, Curry. Well, his mother and father show up to the game. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love seeing that. It just feels like the atmosphere is really different for that Golden State Warriors franchise. Draymond Green kids showed up to the game. So it kind of surprised me when Draymond did punch pool because it felt like it was a whole family atmosphere going on over there. Yeah. Like it just, yeah, that really it shocked me when he wound up punching him. So, yeah. Okay, so let's let's talk about Kanye's back in the news. Oh boy! <laughs> One. <laughs> so first first thing you hear is um, Maverick Carter come out and saying that his the episode with Kanye on on um, interrupted the shop. Uh, would not be airing because of his his the racist um, comments that Kanye made. So that was that was earlier this week, what? and I still kind of was like, "Whoop!" Wonder what he said to to not not for it to get aired because I I feel like um they have a pretty high threshold for for what they'll let people say. Um, I wouldn't necessarily classify the shop as an edgy show, but they 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 broached the a topic that I feel like other shows don't necessarily do all the time. Um, no, uh, no, you you are definitely right about that. But one thing about the shop is like they look at it from a realistic point of view. Um, I like when everybody comes on and they. I don't think Kanye says things from a realistic point of view. I think he's always reaching for a narrative. So if you watch some of the Drink Champs clips, because I have, I refuse, I told you he's on my block list, <laughs> so I do see the clips, but I don't see, I don't, I don't plan yeah, on watching the interview. Yeah, that, I was about to say, I am mm-hmm. going to, I'm not going to watch it, but I am curious to see how long the interview is. Uh, at this it's point, it. once again, I'm not, people are surprised that he, you know, because the George Floyd comments, he's getting a, 
a lot of headlines. And if you haven't um, seen a clip or heard about it, basically Kanye West said that George Floyd didn't die from the police officer's knee being on his neck. He died from a fentanyl overdose. <laughs> right. Which is which is crazy. One, I don't even know why you bring like I am curious on how they got on the topic of George Floyd. Two, even if that's what you believe, I don't know why the hell you would say that when somebody literally um died and there's a there's a whole freaking video of a police officer having his knee in the person's neck for nine minutes basically. Um that's that's exactly what I was talking about, Rodney, about how when we watch uninterrupted, they go everything off a realistic point of view is video evidence. But we have some people out there that always they don't care about the video evidence. They feel like things are photoshopped or things are fake or they're going to go off their own narrative or point of view. So that's what Kanye does. It's a lot of Kanye's out here. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm. I I'm am interested to see what context um, George Floyd even came up in. Uh, other than that, I'm I don't want to watch it. I mean, Kanye already looks like a homeless truck driver. Uh, <laughs> man, which and his his clothing attire, man. I, I know he's trying to uh, sell some uh, items and some new uh, new styles, but those styles are terrible. His, his shoes and everything have been terrible for oh, a while. The, the boots that look like he's going fly fishing or he's about to clean out a porter potty. Right, those boots are terrible, or even the foam runners that he came out with that aren't really great to me. Um, yeah, his, the, the kids yeah. seem to love the foam, foam runners, though. Yeah, those are some of the worst material shoes. You can't even go up an elevator in them. I mean, an escalator <laughs> in them. Or they're going to get destroyed. They're going to get sucked into the escalator. So stay away from escalators with those. Uh, also, the material is real bad. Like, you're going to tear up those shoes just walking around in them. So, hey, good luck to you. <laughs> yeah, I just... I don't know. It's, it's this... It's not unexpected that Kanye said what he said. I, at this point, I'm more so disappointed because Kanye has four of the greatest hip hop albums ever made. Yeah. Oh yeah. He does. He he has four he has four albums that belong in the top fifty of hip hop. But Kanye, like we had discussed last time, has always been Kanye. Like his views have always been the same views, in my opinion. He just he just never had a full platform to actually speak about it, you know? Well, he's got a full platform now. Right. And that's now with people being able to talk. Because I remember rappers, the only way rappers were only able to talk, a lot of times when people bring rappers on for an interview, because they weren't like pop stars or R&B stars where you bring on, then they ask them about their life and they dive a little deeper because they want to know what you feel about love. But when you talk to hip hop stars, basically all they do is talk to you about hip hop. That's what they that's what that's what that's what the, the move was for a hip hop star, because nobody really wanted to dive into your background, you know, because usually you're, as a hip hop star and you write your own music, you're already giving people a view into your background already. You let them know what's going on, how you made it, how you were in a struggle. You know, that's what hip hop is, you know, basically telling your story, you know, to some beats and to certain styles. And some people have perfected it. I know Kanye West has, Nas has, you know, and so on. But now Nas, I mean, now that Kanye, oh, God. Now that <laughs> Kanye has nothing to, nothing, you don't heard Kanye's whole story. He has nothing to talk about no more. Now he just says random shit that just makes no sense to me. Yeah, and you no you know who co-signed what he said, right? Oh, wow. You know who co-signed? <laughs> Is it the lady he's been on the tour with lately? Lately? Nope. Oh, I thought you was gonna say Candace Owens because she's yeah, been, but, now she's the biggest Kanye West fan ever now. Yeah, nope, not Kanye, not Candace Owens. We we talked about this brother ruining um the game's career not too long ago. Oh yeah, uh, Wackness one hundred. <laughs> yeah, Wack one hundred. Yeah, I seen this fool. Yeah, 
just uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I hate even watching him too, and I don't see him do some stupid stuff too, because apparently he beefing with Twenty One Savage, so he's like <laughs> posting all this stupid Which stuff. Which is and, just hilarious. Right. He's he's beefing with people that don't even pay attention to him. Like he's an afterthought in people's mind, but he's yeah. a police officer. Yeah, I just. It's it's interesting. Um, I'm 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 partially mad at Nori too at this point, but I know he has to get his rating. So do what you gotta do. I guess is the best best way to put it. But um, I would much rather see the Dave Chappelle, um, Tali Kweli Deaf one he did that hasn't even been put out yet over this Kanye one. Um, I agree. I, I mean, agree with you, bro. I mean, Kanye was. It seemed like shit. Kanye was just on Drink Champs, um, taking shots at Big Sean and Tali Kweli and Common and everybody else. Like, did we really need mm-hmm. another one this soon? Exactly. So he can bury more people, and then he's seen in the comments going in on Meek Mill and uh and Puff and Daddy. Yeah, and then, like, people are so... I think people are brainwashed by... The fanism has to stop with people. Because everybody's saying, like, why is Puff Daddy... uh," Because Kanye mentioned something that was just off the wall to me. He said that um, he was mad at Puff Daddy and Meek Mill because they wouldn't... You know, when he was reaching out for help and saying that the Kardashians kidnapped his kid, they didn't help him. And I'm like... Puff Daddy doesn't have a kid that's the same age as the Kardashian um, kids. No, because his youngest are what the twins, and they're like teenagers now. So, exactly. And I was like, okay, that's crazy. And then Meek Mill, like, no affiliation. Yeah. So why, like that. Why would these people <laughs> even be obligated to help you? Exactly. And plus, why would they want to get involved in your baby mama drama? With your wife, bro. Like, that's just think about that. Like, that just that makes no sense to me at all. So, yeah, yeah, I I find it a little (laughs) hard to believe um, with the Kardashians with the profile that they have too. I don't kidnapping. Just the Kardashians are a lot of things, but I I just don't know how they would get away with kidnapping his kids. When they live their lives on cameras. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, like, none of the stuff that he says makes any sense. But this is kind of, he's over, always been over the top. And then you, uh, it's crazy. Whenever you look in the comment section, you always got somebody that's like a diehard stand. Oh, yeah, Kanye I've already seen Kanye. people co-signing yeah. Kanye. And I'm like, they're like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, everybody else is crazy, Kanye. You're, you're you know, and I'm like, we're talking about the person that does have a clinical diagnosis. <laughs> You're calling him sane? Yeah, that's what I was like. Come on, man. Like this. Oh, man. At and, this point, like at this point, it's becoming a shit show, man. Yeah. Like, and then, shit show. I feel like, like you said, at this point, Kanye doesn't have anything else to rap about. This is his way to stay relevant. Yeah. He's going to say random, uh, random shit. And it, it drives me crazy because that's what a lot of uh, a lot of guys like him do. It's a couple of guys in the um, industry that does that. Um, I can't forget. I can't uh, remember the other guy's name. Um, I blocked him too. He's a uh, he's a journalist. He was on ESPN. He was on. Um, oh, you're talking about. Um, you know what I'm uh, talking about. Jason. Uh, yeah. Yep. That motherfucker's no, on what? my. Office. Whitlock, Jason Whitlock. Whitlock, yeah, yeah, he's on my ultra block list. I don't see nothing from him. I don't see no comments from him. I no, I'm done. I don't see nothing from him. Yeah, he's like the the um, Tucker Carlson of uh, sports. Yeah, like I don't see nothing from him at all. And I, his points, it, it, it's the whole shock value thing. I started to. I, I told you one day. I want us to just do some shock value shit and just say random fuck shit and see what how big we'll blow up to be. See our fan base fan base like broaden if we say fuck shit, bro, or just shit that just doesn't make any sense. Like we always authentic. 
that's what I love about when me and you do this because it's authentic. I know we got a lot going on, you know, and a lot of things because we're balancing family and doing something like we both passionately care about. And, it, you know, but it's hard because people don't listen to authentic. People want to listen to us say off the wall shit or talk badly about certain people in the industry. And we only give you the truth. This is what everybody else knows. This is what we this is why I love doing this with you, because you, you're not on no bullshit. Yeah, that, so I just want to let you know that. I appreciate that. And I think that's what the frustrating thing is, is when you read the comments and you got these people agreeing with him. And it's like, I'm sorry that, that me and all the other <laughs> same people in the world missed something like you're calling <laughs> us <laughs> like you're calling us crazy. Like that's that's just like Sam reverse racism or something. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> Oh man, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it felt like I missed something here, man. I I don't I don't get it. And I, I mean, like the the sad thing is Kanye West uh, musically is a genius. Um, and you know, I hear people say that he hasn't been right since his mom died. Uh, that I get, but let's be real. I know several people that have lost people close to them. Uh, and they go to grief counseling. They they do other things to cope. Right. You're right. They do a lot of different things to cope. I know people that are bipolar, somebody that's very, very close to me is bipolar. And... They do a pretty good job of controlling their their manic dep- depressive stages. Um, they they take they mess um, when they're supposed to. So there's so like I'm so over the well he hasn't been right since his mom died. She was I'm over the bipolarness. I'm I'm just over. He he knows what the hell he is doing. Yeah, he does. He's always been a manipulative person, man. He's always been the type of person that that pushes the narrative on a lot of things. And he's always been a drama queen. That's just him. And he's been like that since day one, since he came into the industry, man. And it just, it took me a while. Because when I listen to a lot of his music, I'm like, damn. And then I thought about it. I'm like, wait a minute. He did this. He did that. He always went to this person. He did this. I'm like, damn, Kanye always been a damn drama queen, man. Like, yeah. it just, that's him. Yeah, and this is, I mean, and let's be real, who has, like, who's still around him that he actually came into the music business with? You don't hear Jay-Z talking about him. You mm-hmm. don't hear Dane. I mean, he dissed, um, what you call? what's the other producer? Uh, just oh, Blaze. Man, Cause I was gonna say he dissed a lot of people. Yeah, just Blaze. <laughs> um, you don't hear his mentor No ID talking about him. Only person that's still really rocking with him is Pusher T. Right, and and no telling from Pusher T like how close basically they are. Um, I think Pusher T just basically rides the wave. So yeah, yeah, Pusher T. He he says the political politically correct things um where he won't but i mean tiana taylor was on that record label at one point no longer on it common no longer on it big shine no longer on it chief keith no longer on it hell saha the prince don't know where he even at at this point but no longer on the label right just like m.i.a yeah so I mean, and if the game and WAG 100 are your two biggest supporters, yeah, doing something wrong. You're definitely doing something wrong. And those guys are both begging for attention. And I'm so happy. I'm so happy that people aren't giving those guys the attention they wanted. So basically, they they working their way out of the, you know, the the industry. But Wack 100, he's always going to be tied to to Ray J and some of the other people that somehow stay relevant whenever something happens. I was so mad that Brandy had a seizure because now everybody's going to Ray J to ask him, how is she doing? 
and I hate Ray J so much. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's an idiot too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you'll be surprised. Um, I was R and B Rodney this week. Oh shit! Okay, now wait a minute. Now <laughs> it was R and B Rodney this week. Yeah. Um, okay. I love the uh, PJ uh, Morton album. Yeah. Hey, look at you. You growing up, man. You growing yeah. up, bro. Well, I'm like just the what was the one before this? Piano Man. Yeah, it was piano. Yeah, I enjoyed that one too. Um, definitely a, a a fan. Um, so if you haven't checked out his new joint, definitely check out PJ Morton's um uh, new joint. Um, but I've been listening to a lot of him, a lot of um Gregory Porter, Eric Robeson. So been on my R and B kick this week. See that's and that's that's just like me, man. Of course, you know I love my R and B music. I was trying to get on your level, man, and listen to some of this new music, man. I I went ahead and listened to uh, Little Baby's album because, of course, everybody's been talking about that. Yeah, so um, the funny thing is I was planning on listening to Little Baby's album, but then I got caught up in the P.J. Morton album. And, shoot, I have to listen to Little Baby tomorrow because... Okay, so we can definitely talk about that So, for, but um, what Wednesday is, podcast. Yeah, but what did you think, just real quick, just your real quick, re- did you like it? Is it okay? You know what? It was it was okay for me. It wasn't great, in my opinion. Um, it's okay for me. Um, I actually listened to it with uh, a group of uh, young people at work, which is kind of weird. Um, <laughs> because I want, I wanted to get like their perspective, too. I'm like, okay, let me open up. You know, my mind, because at first I listened to it by myself. I'm going to say I didn't like the majority of it. After listening to the baby, he didn't have too many features on there. So it sounded like a lot of babbling. Okay. He did have, uh, yeah, it sounded like a lot of babbling on there. So basically, he did have a few features, but not a lot of features. So it's just like, oh, uh, it's a lot of the baby voice. And I think a little baby voice. And I think his voice is starting to annoy me. So. I figured the album was either okay or was bad because my students would have said something to me about it on Friday <laughs> and I didn't hear anything. Not one person mentioned this album. Yeah, it's not it's not great, man. It's it's not great at all. Um nobody pulled up yeah. the homecoming bumping it, nothing. Yeah, it's not even uh <laughs> Yeah, it's not like that, brother. But I can I can tell you though, like you know, if it's a few hidden gems on there, I can see they get some decent radio play. But I don't know. That's all that matters in in today's atmosphere. Right, it's just a a few hidden gems on there. But other than that, yeah, it's not it's not no classic material. It's not a great album. It's just there. I, I think this album might be his weakest album to date, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Um I feel like this past like two months hasn't been a terrible two months for music. Oh wow, that's surprising. Cause I, I it's some it's some good music out there. I just had uh, we just last week we just praised a lot of music and I, I got a couple albums that I thought was pretty decent from this week too. Well I I guess I'll re I'll reserve judgment. Um Till till this time next month, um, I, so I'm starting to wonder. Like, there are albums I like, but I don't know how many I have actually loved this year. Like, how many I go back and listen to over and over again. Well, I mean, no, I I don't know. I, I think I kind of disagree with you on that one. I I love. It's a lot of albums that I love. Um, I do go back and listen to Kendrick Lamar, of course. Yeah, that um, that one. I'm really digging this new uh, Only Built for Infinity Links, uh, Quavo and Takeoff. I think that's pretty dope. Um, oh, also, I, I know this is, I know this might just come out of left field, but I love the new single from the, if anybody doesn't know, um, it's going to be a new House Party movie. Yeah, and, uh, um, I saw Jeff- the trailer. Yeah, yesterday. man, I'm excited about that. The trailer looked crazy. It's a lot of stars in that movie. I heard LeBron James is like, 
uh, co-producing that movie. Yeah, and the that's, first single that's actually that, how I saw it. It's on uh, his Instagram. Yeah. So I'm excited about that movie, man. I know the soundtrack got to be crazy because with all the stars that's in the movie, and the first single off of that is, I think it's dope, is called Two Step with Two Chain. Oh, that and is really, a dope song. That's a dope song, bro. So I'm like, wait a minute, if that's the first single, I can't wait until the you know the full album comes out. Like that's gonna be one hell of a soundtrack. So before we get into our uh, Detroit topic, mm-hmm. since you brought up House Party, so when I heard they was remaking House Party, I was I was a little upset, right? Because right. I, I've, House, I think we both agree, House Party is one of the iconic. Um, films in in a black community. Oh yeah, for sure. So I'm like, because there there's a like we can probably both agree coming coming to America. Um, some some of the remakes as of late. I don't know because I kind of like to come into America remake, right? Right. But there's been other remakes where it's it's bombed for the reason. There have been some remakes where they kind of just regurgitate the original. And I was worried about that with the house party one, right? I'm like, just don't try to redo redo the classic. So to see them deviating um, from from the classic house party, the original. Um, I am excited about that because I, I mean, house party one was great. House party two was good, and then as you got I up, even and, like class act. Yeah, <laughs> I even like class act too. That class act is another. I feel like class act is is a classic. It is. It's so underrated too. It's really good. Yeah, but as you got like up in the the house parties, like the one with that what. Immature wasn't like the last one or something. Yeah, they, I thought that was whack. Yeah, they they so that was my biggest fear. So I'm like, I don't want them to try to reinvent the original or try to remake it. Um, I wanted some something different, but not the the BS they did with immature or whatever. So seeing a trailer makes me more more excited about the movie. Uh-huh. You, you know you know what I like about this Rodney is because it has a big budget behind it like those other movies it, they wound up being low budget films because they didn't have a big budget behind it so the movies were cheesy the camera angles were cheesy the oh yeah the, key, was, the camera the camera angles <laughs> were terrible but yeah that's why with a lot of those movies like even even with how high uh, with the new how high with DC um it just felt like a lot of yeah with him and um and what the hell with little yachty it just felt like it, it's a low budget movie and you can't get nobody big behind it so that's why the movie was kind of shitty because you got terrible actors locations probably be limited so i can see why a lot of the movies fail um i like to, i'm happy that lebron james put his hat behind this movie and was like hey let's go for it you know, I, that really made me happy because now you got a big budget. Like I said, all the stars popped out for this movie. So it feel like we got another classic uh, hood tale on our hand. Okay, so I didn't send you this topic, but since we're talking about House Party, is there any other movie from the House Party era that you that you would like to see um, remade or, or a sequel or something? Oh, now... You know what? This is October. Of course, it's Halloween season. Now, do you, now I know I, we talked <laughs> about the uh, new Halloween movie. I just watched the new Halloween movie. I haven't um, yet. Um... It's okay. It's okay. It's not great. <laughs> but um, I don't know if you remember Halloween um, 3, um, which really didn't have anything to do with Michael Myers. It was a uh, season of the witch. And, it had, and they had like the... Um, they would try to um they the kids would put on these masks and um they would try to do something over the TV over the airwaves and it, it's supposed to like kill the kids or like the mask it's supposed to activate something in the mask and then like destroy the kids or melt on their head, something like that. But I think they should definitely come out with that again. 
I thought that I thought that movie was awesome. I thought if it came out now, it'd be even better. It was ahead of its time. And a lot of people forget about that movie in the Halloween franchise. Yeah. So um I'll I'll stay with your Halloween theme movie. Tell from the hood. Oh, they did come out with another one. They just came out with one like last year or something, a couple years ago. Yeah, I need one with a bigger budget though. Well, no, I think this one was produced by like Spike Lee or something. Like it was it was pretty dope. Not the second know. not the second one. The second one was terrible, bro. They came out with a third one, which was dope. You can check it out. It's like Tales from the Hood Three or something. I'm Googling as we speak. Yeah, bro, check it out, man. You're gonna be like, what the hell? Yeah, and it was it was dope, man. It was dope. Definitely. Oh, you're right. 2020 Tell from the Hood. Yeah, bro. It was a couple years ago. It was dope, too. Because the second one was so garbage, man. The second one made me want to gouge my eyes out. I was like, I don't want to watch this shit no more. But the second one, I mean, with the third one, fire. Straight fire. Okay, I'm gonna give you another non-Halloween. This one is gonna be a non-black movie though too. Movie that I always loved as a kid. And they have like five of these, but nothing beats the original. Um, one of the few movies that I like Kevin Bacon in, <laughs> Tremors. Oh yeah, they got like a shitload of Tremors. Yeah. Matter of fact, they just came out with a Tremors too. I think it's like Tremors nine or ten or something. It just came out. Yeah, I wanted to be a big budget behind that too. Yeah, and I, and I want some people from the original um, cast. Yeah, they need a different they need a different angle for Tremors, because it's always now they just went like I want a Tremors in the hood. <laughs> and that's like yeah, I want like okay, I understand they always like out in the damn like sand or like somewhere else. Like give me Tremors in the hood or something, or Tremors like in in the hood of, of Mexico or something, you know something. Like, give me a different perspective. Just like, uh, just like with The Walking Dead, right? So with The Walking Dead, bro, give me a give me a Walking Dead from a hood perspective. I want to see it from a black person's perspective. Oh, kind of like what they did with the purge. Yeah, but like that was even corny. Like that that was kind of corny too. Like, give me something where where real people, bro. Like where real people. Don't give me no no actors. Just like I got pissed off. I, I watched one of the guys from uh, what's that damn show? Uh, shit. Uh, um, the show with um that comes on FX. Um, you know Atlanta? what I'm talking about? Yeah, Atlanta. God damn it, I'm having a brain fart. I'm sorry. The Yankees winning <laughs> three to nothing is pissing me off. <laughs> but yeah, Atlanta, man. So. Yeah, I, I watched that and like the the lead actor in that that plays Paperboy. I watched him in an interview and he's like talking about the Trap House Museum and he's like, "Yeah, I'll never go there." And then he's like, "I know he's talking proper and you know doing his thing or whatever, or you know talking a certain way that he's been you know been raised to talk." But his whole perspective, his whole narrative is like not even hood. Like you can tell. And now when I watch him now on the show, now I'm like, he's an awful actor. Like now, when I watch Paperboy, I'm like, this isn't what somebody the, would. Can we be yeah, honest? Yeah. The, the last two seasons of Atlanta have been awful. But I, okay, so some of the episodes are golden. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, so, so some of the episodes are golden. I'm just saying overall. Right. No, the, I, the best I, I episode agree. of this season was the one directed by Tyler Perry. Um, which one? Which one would that be? I gotta go back and look. But Tyler Perry, it wasn't the last one. It might have been the one before last. Cause the episodes that the so far the episode I like, I love the first episode when they get lost in the mall. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like a funny narrative. Like they go back and they run into all the people they used to talk to back in the day that they took to the mall or met in that mall, and they were all still trapped in the mall. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. Like, I thought that was crazy. But yeah, now that I look at Paperboy's acting, man, his acting is atrocious now. Now that I look at him act, yeah, I'm like, I've seen him act in other things that, yeah, it's... yeah. I'm like, why am I even wasting my time? Like, 
even watching this guy. And then once I heard his comments and stuff, I'm like, okay, I want real authentic actors, man. I want real authentic actors. Can we get some new new blood in there? Some people actually from the neighborhood, like, and put them in a scary scene situation where zombies come in and watch how they get the fuck on. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I okay. definitely want to see that. So before we get out of here, um, this mm-hmm. is Motown and Coney. Thought it would be cool for us to, to just list five things that, that we like or love about being from Detroit. Okay. I like that. So, um, no particular order. I'll start off. Um, Detroit is the only place that I know uh, where there's a Coney Island pretty much five minutes away from wherever you are, if not closer. Right, and all of them low-key slap, too. Yeah. That was going to be my thing, too. I was going to say the food, bro. Definitely the food. But um, I'm going to say Detroit is the only place that I know where there's a liquor store on every corner. corner. And everybody basically yeah, and everybody basically treats you like family when you go into the liquor store, too. Like, tell me you ain't got a liquor store or your family got a liquor store you can go into. And everybody like, hey, what's going on? They treat you like it's a family reunion when you go in there every weekend, though. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's funny that you say that because the the other part of that is Detroit is the only place I know where it's a liquor store on every corner and just about a church on every corner. <laughs> yeah, a liquor store in the church, man, on every corner. Hilarious, bro. Oh, I'll get out of Koopa. <laughs> oh, man. I'm looking at my drafts, man. So I, I did want to do a draft. I know the draft is this Wednesday. Um, I, I think I waited too late. I don't know how you feel about doing the NBA draft still. I know we said we wanted to do a draft. So let me know how you feel about that. And then we can let the viewers in on our draft for probably Wednesday. Okay. We can, we can, do, the, we can do the draft on Wednesday. So I need you to get some people, bro. We both have to get some people and, um, you know, and figure this out. We got to get some people to join us. Mm-hmm. Okay, so speaking of uh, the NBA, Detroit, gotta love, gotta love our sports teams. Um, we we probably are the only town that I could think of that is known for uh, teams everybody loves to hate except us. I'm talking right. about the <laughs> Bad Boy Pistons. Even to go on the work Pistons. The hell, the NBA changed rules every time the, the Pistons win a championship. Um, the Red Wings with the uh, version five. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that, man. Like, I, I I love when we all win together, but it seems like we all have our eras when we win, and it just seems like. We just can't get it right until probably a decade later. Because yeah. remember how bad the Tigers and the Pistons were? The Lions always been bad. so And the Red Wings were always winning. Now it's just so weird to me that all of them suck at the same time. Like, it's just, it's not a, now another winner in the in the Detroit sports, and it's driving me nuts. And I, and I think that makes Detroit a unique place, right? Because... We're we're a market that has we're a mid market that has all four major sports teams. We support them really, no matter how bad they are. Right, and that that just really like that really blows my mind. We have two of the most iconic jerseys in sports in the Red Wings and Tigers. We had we do have one of the worst logos in all of sports with the Lions though. I wish the Lions <laughs> yeah, would go back do. to the. The old like nineteen fifty, nineteen sixty logo. Right. No, I agree. Hey, oh, speaking of this, bro, what about the uh the Pistons uh new colors? You see the one that uh they have dedicated to uh Saint Cecilia? Yeah. They're like Yeah, people are saying those are the uh <laughs> they call them the uh the fucking uh 
the uh, the ginger ale jerseys. Like, <laughs> I, like, I like them though. I like them too. I think they're pretty dope. That's why I like people calling them ginger ale jerseys. So it's kind of like throwing me off. Well, that's I, another I guess thing I love about Detroit though. Burners. Right. That's what I was going to say. Verners is another thing that we do love about Detroit. I guess you could consider them like the Verners jerseys, I guess. But yeah, I, I really do. Uh, I do think that uh, we do have like some of the best like food items, in my opinion, man. Like, yeah, man, I love Detroit food. Shoot, Detroit, Detroit food, Detroit sports. Detroit one of the places where you can get sick and your parents be like, go drink a ginger ale or a Verner's. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, that's Detroit for you. Go drink a ginger ale or a Verner's. You'll feel better in the morning. Like, what? Uh, I would say Detroit is the only place where in my opinion, you can go downtown and have a good time with family and friends and not have to worry about too much bullshit. Like, downtown is kind of like on lock. So, like, you can kind of go downtown and have a good time and don't, you know, it's just, stay on the, stay away from the outskirts of downtown, but yeah. if you go into the heart of downtown, you'll be just fine, man. I love how the river walk which is voted like the number one river walk in the United States, I think. Yeah, two years in a row. Two years in a row. Yeah. Uh, what the hell? Uh, let me see here. I'll I'll give you one. Uh, this will be my probably my last one. Detroit is a place where you can run into an athlete or a famous person. And they're they act, you know, they're not all high end studio or whatever. Like they, they're among the people. It's not uncommon to see Barry Sanders just walking around, Jalen Rose. <laughs> yeah, now that's true too. Like you don't see those guys just walking around random. Like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You don't see you don't see them just you can't see them walking around random, but at the same time, I love how they they focus in on the oh oh ooh, wait 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 Rodney did you see the video with Jalen Rose's sister put out? Mm-mm. Oh my goodness, man! You got to see the video. It's been floating around the internet for the past couple of days. I thought that's what you would probably and I don't want to throw we don't I don't want to drag a fellow brother. And I think Jalen Rose is amazing, man. Um, apparently his sister's trying to drag him and put him in a crazy situation. Um, uh, she basically recorded him. He was bringing, a, uh, someone to appraise the house and they were walking through the house and he brought um, a, a realty agent over and they were basically like walking through the house, appraising the house and they're going to sell the house. His sister's recording him going off on them, basically saying that he's not a good person. He's not, you know, he's this and that just, you know, saying some derogatory, derogatory things about him. Um, and, and, you know, he's not saying nothing in the camera. You know, he's basically just walking, going about his business. And she doesn't want them to sell their mother's house, basically. Um, and that's where the, that's where the video kind of takes off from. But, yeah, I thought that was just kind of crazy oh, because, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was just, the whole video's nuts, man. You see, like, Black Enterprise is taking Jalen's side. Yeah, man, I I was just really surprised by that, too. But shout out to Jalen Rose for actually not even, you know, paying attention to none of that shit, man. He's actually in a video, um, you know, mind his own to, you know, mind his own business. He's not really going off on her or saying like anything mean to her. So shout out to Jalen Rose, too, for being a stand up person, man, because he could have went it could have went left. Did you, are you watching the video, aren't you? <laughs> um, I'm just reading some of the some of the comment. This is this would be a good type of topic for Wednesday. Yeah, we gotta have it as a topic for Wednesday because I was kind of surprised by the whole situation, man. I'm like, this is crazy. And and what I found out is a backstory is he bought her a house. Yeah. He bought his sister a house, but she wants to move into that house. She doesn't want the house that she stays in. So, I think that's the situation.
Yeah, that that kind of like blew me away. I'm like, wow. I didn't know that was like the situation that was going on. Yep, I have to watch the video, but the comments are pretty interesting. Yeah, the comments are crazy, man. Because and then I seen this one comment that we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it yeah. later. So yeah. So um, check us out on Wednesday. Um, hopefully for Tommy's blood pressure and sanity sake. Um, the Yankees lose tonight. <laughs> it's not looking good, people. They're currently up three to one. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Um, shout out to Terry Francona because if you would have told me Cleveland would be in a position right now, I would not have believed you. Right. I wouldn't believe you either. <laughs> but we'll catch y'all on the B side. Peace.